Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlogcast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. For 40 days after his resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples and he opened up the Old Testament scriptures for them, the books of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. And in doing so, what he did is he, he showed them that he uh, was spoken about that he was foretold, that there were these shadows that spoke of him. And uh, the messengers, specifically the prophets, were always calling the people to repent and to receive the promises of Messiah who was to come and to rejoice in that. And then we hear the cycle again and again and again. It repeats, repent, receive, rejoice. Now, the prophets, uh, you could say they do three things. They forth-tell, forth-tell. They speak forth about the promises of the triune God in the person and the work of Jesus. Uh, they also foretell. They, uh, they predict it. They point to it in the future, that it's coming, that God has made a, his promise, and it will, um, will come. It will take place. God will fulfill uh, his promise to redeem the world in his son. And then there's, a, there's also these foreshadows, these images, these pictures of what life in the messianic kingdom uh, will be like. So the message of the prophets, uh, all the way from Samuel and Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Hosea, Joel, Amos, uh, Ezekiel, uh, during the time of the judges and the kings, uh, during the invasion of the Assyrians and the Babylonians, the time of the exile. The message of the prophets is, you could summarize it um, in, in a little phrase, you have forsaken the covenant. You, the people of God, have forsaken your God. You have been unfaithful to him. You have been rebellious. You have left. And God will do this. He will call you back to himself. He will call you back in repentance, but also he will give you promises of Messiah, the forgiveness of, of sin. And so the message of the prophets, again, uh, are always referring back to the covenant, the covenant that God made with his people uh, at Mount Sinai. So the first one, forth telling or speaking forth, or another way you could say it is, to clearly proclaim. The people after rebellion will have uh, something happen to them, and God will use his agents, uh, his agents of the Philistines or the Assyrians or the Babylonians, and the people will ask questions like, why is this happening to us? And the prophet will stand up and he will speak forth. He will tell them very clearly, this is why you have broken the covenant. Repent. Repent, turn from your sin, acknowledge it, stop what you're doing, receive the promises of Messiah, and rejoice. Jeremiah chapter 11, verses 10 and 11, the prophet um, speaking the words of God. God's saying, they have returned to the sins of their forefathers, who refused to listen to my words. They have followed other gods to serve them. Both the house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken the covenant I made with their forefathers. Very clear, isn't it? God brought them out of Egypt. 
God brought them into a relationship with himself. He says, live this way. Love me. Love one another. Well, they break the covenant. What's what's the result? The consequence? Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 11. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. And so the prophet speaks forth. He forth tells. He proclaims. This is why this is happening to you. You have broken the covenant. At other times, the prophet foretells. So you have done this. Here's the consequence. Repent. But then there is the promise that one day God will send Messiah. He will send his son into the world to redeem it, to recreate it, to uh, make us born again, brought into the family. And so the prophets foretell, you have broken the covenant, but, but one day, but one day, this is what will happen. Now, Matthew chapter 1, verses uh, 21 through 23, the angel comes to Joseph and says, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. She's going to give birth to a son and you are to give him a name. Give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now, this is what Matthew writes, Matthew chapter 1, verse 22. All this took place to fulfill. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Well, the fulfillment of Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. The words of the prophet. The virgin will be with child and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. That is fulfilled in Jesus. Now, the third category is foreshadowing. Foreshadowing is the sense that uh, the the things, the images in the Old Testament, all things Old Testament, are simply shadows or foreshadows of the reality, uh, which is uh, the person and work of Jesus. And so, again, You have broken the covenant, the prophets will say, but one day Messiah will come. And this is what, this is what he and the messianic kingdom will look like. One of the images that the prophets uh, speak about is this idea of a shepherd, a good shepherd, a faithful shepherd. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Ezekiel chapter 34 Uh, God speaking to the prophets and saying, I am against the shepherds of Israel. Shepherds in the broadest sense of those who lead, those who are in a place of authority to look after and to care for the people. And God looks at these shepherds and uh, and says, they only take care of themselves and not the flock. I am against the shepherds. But there's a promise. One day I will be their shepherd. I will rescue my flock. I will search for my sheep. I will look after them. I will bring them out of the nations. I will gather them. I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them. I will tend them. I will search for the lost. I will bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured, strengthen the weak. I will shepherd the flock with justice. That's the promise in Ezekiel chapter 34. Woe to the shepherds of Israel But God says, one day I will be their shepherd. So when Jesus says in John chapter 10, I am the good shepherd, he's just not using a a clever metaphor. No, he is speaking about how he is the reality. 
the reality of the shadow promised. I know my sheep, my sheep know me. My sheep know, uh, they know me, Jesus says. I have other sheep, I must bring them also. And I lay down, I lay down, I will lay down my life for the sheep. So the message of the prophets always again, pointing to the person, the work of Messiah with uh, the promise of the forgiveness of sins. So they forth tell, they speak forth. They foretell and they foreshadow. And the good news is that one day, that one will come for the people of Israel and will come for the world. The one who will be the fulfillment of all of the promises, all of the covenants. He will be the seed of Abraham. He will be the son of David. He will be the perfect one, the righteous one, who will make atonement for the sins of the world and give to us all of his righteous works.